So welcome back to the podcast, and it looks like we've reached that point. Today we are going to be talking about Sonic Extreme. When a Sonic Extreme, you may ask? Sonic Extreme was the cancelled vid- 1997 video game. It was going to be Sonic's first 3D appearance for the Sega Saturn. However, this video game has a long development history, and today is just part one. Welcome to the series Sonic's Extremely Lost Galaxy on the world of video games. Let's get started. So our story begins back in 1994. At this point, Sonic has released five games. Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic CD, Sonic Spinball, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and later this year, Sonic & Knuckles, which would be a continuation of Sonic 3. That's not even counting the immense ton of spin-off games and comic books and TV shows. This guy's sitting on a pile of money. And everybody in the world right now loves him. So Yuji Naka wonders one day and says, Hey, what are we going to do for the next game? So what did he do? He got on the phone with Sonic Team. He said, Hey, Sonic Team, been pretty popular if you haven't noticed. What you going to do for the next game? Oh, they said it's going to be bigger. Better. Revolutionary. It's gonna be amazing. No pressure, so um, let, just let us get back to work. Uh, bye. And then begins the sorry story of Sonic Extreme. To make matters worse for Sonic Team, or Sega Technical Institute as they were also known, half of them went back to Japan because they had finished Sonic 3 Knuckles. So they figured that there was... No real reason for them to stay in the United States. And so it is up to the American half to create a new game. So what did they do? They made three pitches. Pitch number one was Sonic 16. This would have actually been based on the Sonic TV show, Sonic Set AM. And it would have been a much slower-paced video game. And it would rely more on stealth. Upon seeing this, Sega didn't really like it because they thought it didn't really represent Sonic. So they said no. They did another pitch called Untitled Isometric Sonic Game. And there's only one known image of it. Now this was designed before the other isometric 3D Sonic games. If you don't know what isometric is, it's supposed to simulate 3D by its camera, but it really isn't. And so, people didn't really think that Sonic was just ready for this kind of 3D. So, what was the um, next pitch? Sonic Mars. No, not like the space planet. Not like the candy bar. Sonic Mars, the video game. And Sega really liked this one. They were like, yeah, let's take number three. And in the demo video, it showed this... 3D looking playground. Now, if this was a video, I'd show you. So, if we do ever make a video version of this, I will show you what the game did look like. 
but it did look pretty fun, and this was Sonic Extreme originally. And so, but Yuji Naka, upon seeing this version of the game, he simply shook his head and said, good luck. And development went pretty well for about a year. For some reason, the lead designer of the project at the time decided to quit due to internal disputes, and it's never been truly revealed why he left. So, this meant Sonic Mars had no one in charge. So what did they do? They got a new director. May I introduce you to Christian Sen, or as I like to call him, Chris Sen. He had worked on some video games, he even worked on Sonic Spinball, but he had never been director of a project before, and now it was up to him to create a video game. And so he thought, you know, we should probably change the way the game looks. Now, the original script for the game was made available online, and it would use Sonic TV show characters from Sonic Sat AM, because they were still using that idea. So Chris said, no, we should probably get rid of this. I mean, the show isn't very popular, and it's just, ugh. Also, the original game was supposed to be on Sega's 32X. However, this game wasn't, well, not the game. The system itself didn't sell very well, so they said we should probably take it off the 32X. And they did it at the right time because Sega was just about to announce their new console, the Sega something. Sega hadn't officially announced the console to Sega of America. They knew it was going to be 3D, but that was really all they knew. There were some rumors saying that the new Sega console would be using, well, would be partnering with Nvidia to use some of his chips, and the team actually started developing for it. However, this was a bad move because the Nvidia chip had a failed presentation, and they had to scrap everything that they were doing. But it was later announced the Sega Saturn. Now, Chris and his team knew exactly what they were developing for the Sega Saturn. The project got a new name of Sonic Saturn. Now, Chris had an interesting idea. Create two different engines. So Chris Shen teamed up with Ofer Alon, also known as Offer Alon. I'm just going to call him Ofer. They would design the worlds that Sonic would explore, the main levels. And Christina Coffin, also known as Chris Coffin, would use an entirely different engine that was based on the original Sonic 32X, or Sonic Mars game, to create the boss levels. And, meanwhile, Mike Wallace, the producer of the game, and one of the higher-ups of Sega Technical Institute, was looking over both teams. However, within the two teams, we're just going to call them Team A and B, tiny, tiny, tiny teams started developing within the bigger teams and the communication with the two teams was just utterly nuts a lot of people didn't know where the project was going at some point it was a mess and it was only going to get worse chris sen even said that it was just a nightmare getting things ready like and every morning he would have a meeting 
and he would feel sick for some reason, and he never really knew what it was. The problem was communication was getting off, and at this point it is 1995. Chris Sen, Ophir and Chris Coffin were just in a very big mess, and they didn't really know what to do. Sometimes they were wondering if the project was just going to get canceled. They just had no idea what to do. So, what are we going to do now, is what they say. What's next? Are we even going to be able to release this game? What's the future? Could we get fired? What will Sega of Japan think? What will Yuji Naka think? What's going to happen? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it just seems we've hit our bonus round. Because there's actually a second Sonic Saturn game. There's only some concept art and one complete image known of it. But this was going to be a more realistic version of Sonic's world. However, this never got past the development stage. Sega didn't like it, and it fell through. That's really all we had to say about that. So, people were wondering what to do. How are we going to make this game? How are we going to make it work? It's just unbelievable. And I actually have some words from Chris Sen right here. No, I didn't meet him, but um, he was in an interview a few years back. And this is what he said. And I quote, I would wake up in the morning feeling very ill. I would take a glass of water with me to work, hoping that on the drive there, if I drink it very slowly, I wouldn't throw up. I'd have a meeting. There would be deadlines that would be discussed and some enemy placements whatsoever. I would finish the rest of my water and head over to my office. I had enemy designs that I had to work on that were so overdue. Sometimes I wondered if I was ever going to get them done. Sometimes Mike Walls would come in and ask me how I was doing. And I would just look stressed out. He'd say a little laugh. I'd laugh a little too. Then he'd let me go back to work. And then over a lawn would just sometimes see me. And it was just very stressful. Sometimes I wondered if we'd ever get the game done. Unquote. Offer Alon was barely in the office during the development of Sonic Extreme. He mainly worked at home. His method was to... He, he and Chris decided to use a method, develop the game on a Mac, and transport it over to the PC, and this had no issue. However, the problem was trying to move this engine over to the Sega Saturn was very hard. Mainly because O'Farrell Lawn didn't have Sega Saturn development kits with him at his apartment or his house, making it harder for him to develop the software, meaning that they only had some things they could go through at the office. It was just so bad. And this is what started 
development hell. If you don't know what development hell is, it's basically when a video game is having a lot of development issues and can get delayed so many times that it could even get cancelled. This has happened to many different games, and while I can't list all of them, here are a few. Mother 3, Duke Nukem Forever, the Final Fantasy 7 remake, Final Fantasy 15, and I believe another one was... Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric, I believe. I might be wrong on that, but I just need to see. Well, congratulations. You've completed the stage and... Well, you've you've completed the act and made it over to the special stage. And in the next episode, we will be talking about the many stories the characters they scrapped, and the many different ideas they scrapped, along with a little bit more of Sonic Extreme's development hell. See you next time, guys.